So far, we've discussed what we don't do on Shabbos and Yom Tov. We spoke about what a malacha was, what was condensed into that concept, how that lives out the meaning and the goal of Shabbos, how that relates to Yom Tov, how that's played against a concept called Eichel Nefesh. How does this all come about to allow us to experience Yom Tov and the key principles at its foundation? That's what we did in the past episodes. But now we're moving on to the celebration. This is going to make sense of the language we use when it comes to Shabbos, like Mikra Koidesh, or Oinek Shabbos, or Simchas Yom Tov, or Lechvayt um, Shabbos. This sort of language, the holiness of the day, the weight, the respect that is needed for the day, the rejoicing of the day, the joy of the day, this sort of terminology is often thrown around. To dig deeper into these concepts, I feel the best way of giving it its true weight is to go very basic. What do we do when Shabbos comes about? When Shabbos comes about, we make space. Now, what do I mean by make space? We make space conceptually for the weight of the day. And we do this in two respects. In how we present ourselves and in our activity. These are the two ways that we make space. Then we fill that space. Now granted, that's being super abstract, but now let's go to the other extreme. With make, make space, what do you mean? Now let's get super down to earth. What happens when Shabbos comes about? What do you do? Now, people say, well, I have a shower. I, I get ready. I People who celebrate Shabbos, air of Shabbos is quite stressful. Why? Because Shabbos is coming. Okay, why, why is that stressful? Because when Shabbos arrives, I can't continue doing what I would be doing during the week, my mundane work. But that really is the first stage of the celebration of Shabbos. You get dressed. You prepare your home. You demonstrate that today is a valuable day. You put aside that which would distract you. You put yourself into a state of being. It's why you dress up for Shabbos. Because you're imprinting upon yourself. This is a special time. That is making space when a person gets married, why do we go through such fanfare? Why do we make such a big deal? It's because we're forcing everybody who arrives at the celebration to make space for the weight of what's going to take place. Two people are committing themselves to each other forever. If you did that just stum and got married and people say, well, why can't I just get married and save a lot of money? Right, but the point of a marriage, the point of the celebration that goes into a marriage, is to put the weight of the day on the people, on the couple. And when I say weight, I don't mean in the scary sense. I mean the weight is the importance of what you're trying to build. You're doing the same thing for a wedding, to build the rest of your life and the value of the wedding. The weight of the wedding has an impact on how their lives go forward, at least the first stepping stones of their lives going forward. They recognize people were with them, people are behind them. That only happens because of the simple, and it's one of those things that it's simple, but everything sounds superficial when you break it down to its component parts. What does it really matter if one's wearing this color dress or another color? Yes, it's psychological, but the impact of these fanfares and the impacts of these almost simple things play a massive role in the larger scheme. The exactly the same thing is true with Shabbos. When we prepare ourselves, when we set the table, when the house is nice and tidy, we are entering into a new space. 
we're entering in to the space of this is Shabbos. It's an important time. We're preparing ourselves mentally to enter into this world. Thereby, whatever Shabbos has to offer us, like when it came to the marriage example, what a marriage comes to offer you is that you're in this for the long term. That's the point of a marriage. Without that commitment to being in this for the long term, you don't have a marriage. You're, you're not able to develop within a structure because you haven't committed to a structure. The point of marriage is that it's a big deal. You can gain when you make space for that important idea. The same too with Shabbos. You're beginning the foundation of your week, the foundation of your home. Each week you get a chance to do this again. Getting dressed, setting the table, your external presentation should mirror your internal desire. Something special is happening today. And I know it's, I'm almost making a mountain out of a molehill here. You're just getting dressed. It's Shabbos, it's what we do. But there's a reason why this is baked into the halachic structure. So the making space doesn't only manifest in how we present ourselves and how we present our homes to create that type of being mode we're trying to enter into with that space, but also what we do. We do certain things. We withhold from certain mundane activities for that same reason. If I involve myself with, and the examples Rav Hirsch brings spread themselves out into three areas, your activity in terms of your actions, what you speak about and what you think about. Now, you can't control all this all the time, but when Shabbos comes about, we do, to a certain extent, switch what we're thinking about. We try and not get on with business as usual. When we see people, we try and talk about other things, not only religious ideas, but ideas that relate to wisdom, relate to refinement. And when we slip and end up speaking about business, we try and sort of rewind a bit and say, well, well, maybe let's not talk about that right now. It's Shabbos. Once again, why do we do that? It's something that people who are built up in a religious structure take for granted. Yeah, it's Shabbos, not Shabbos dicker talk. Right, but what does that mean? Where is that coming from? It's coming from a overarching motivation to make space. You cannot make space for spiritual growth if you're constantly bombarding yourself with everything you were bombarding yourself with during the week. Think about it indeed. If I would, I don't know, get on with my regular jog around the block, and then when I get home, think Shabbos is, no, that wouldn't work. I can't go for a jog on Shabbos. I can't buy and sell things on Shabbos. Even though no explicit malacha is going to be, you know, broken, that's not what Shabbos is there for. Shabbos will not have space to take an effect on me if it's the regular week. I've presented myself in a certain way, but if my actions don't mirror that represent that that presentation, then once again I'm back to square one. This is a regular day in what I speak about. If I speak about my regular my business dealings, or I speak about or I read my bills, or I read my correspondences from during the week on Shabbos, that has no impact in my spiritual or growth in wisdom. But I'm not saying that everything we read on Shabbos has to be I don't know chumish or the siddur. But there are things that we can read and that we can involve ourselves that give us enjoyment, that represent to us that this is a special day. And for every individual, that will be different. What gives them joy? I'm not even going onto the area of what gives them wisdom. I'm not then even further what spiritually enriches them. But these are all on that path. 
It's away from the mundane, which is why you'll see someone will read a novel, but they wouldn't think of reading the newspaper. There's, there's a spirituality to that. That's a dignity to that in what Shabbos is to them. They would read a novel, but not a newspaper. A person would say, well, I'd rather read a newspaper. No, but newspaper is the weak. This is Shabbos. Shabbos is special. I'm opening myself up to be a certain type of person. A certain type of person who's ready to receive what Shabbos is offering me. I act differently on Shabbos. So we spoke about in presentation, then the activity in deed, in word, and in thought. What we think about, where our mind is, also has an impact in whether we're ready to receive. And the thought is the most difficult, but also the most important. If my mind isn't geared towards the day, that's the first port of call where new ideas and new determinations and new goals take root. If my mind isn't present on the day, but my mind is at work, my mind isn't dwelling on things relating to Shabbos or, once again, the joy of the day, the wisdom that I'm trying to imbue in the day and my relationship to Hashem, then it's very difficult to Shabbos to take an effect. So how I think during Shabbos also has a... And as I said, this is the hardest thing to deal with because our mind, we don't control like we think we control our body. But take, for example, monks teaching in different organizations, I'm a tradesman. I'm an electrician. Often when I've got a big job coming up, my mind plans it. I plan the wiring structure. I plan the circuits I'm going to be installing. I plan the board out. I plan the safety mechanisms. And I constantly go over it to really make sure I'm doing my best job possible. I teach, wood, I teach carpentry. What projects am I doing? What's the best way of giving over these projects to my students? These things go through my mind. And when it comes to Shabbos, it's often difficult to draw my mind away, to reel in my mind. And the metaphors here are key because that's what we do. We reel it in and we try and focus on other matters. It's not easy, but that's what Shabbos is there for. These principles that we've discussed in this class is making space. And Rav Hirsch's opening, and this will be two parts. The next part will be filling that. But the first part is making space in presentation, to be a certain type of person, in activity, in deed, in word, and in thought. Thank you very much for listening. Have a wonderful week and a wonderful Shabbos.